The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. This evening I'd like to offer a tool for you for your daily life practice. Many of you have used this to have learned this tool before, but several of you haven't, I, I believe, so I think it will be supportive. And this, uh, this tool is a, it's an exercise, it's a way to begin to get familiar with what it, it means to be aware and mindful of a stream of consciousness flow of experience. So this is one of the things that we really it's helpful to really cultivate in our daily life practice. You know, I'm asking you to notice when you're walking through doorways and, you know, just noticing what, whatever you're noticing. Um, and sometimes in that process, people have a little bit of difficulty because when there's a habit with mindfulness, particularly when we start with the sitting meditation and we're familiar with the sitting meditation, of kind of directing the attention as opposed to settling back and receiving experience. And so the ability to learn how to receive experience, to simply recognize what's obvious in the flow of experience, is a very helpful um, thing to become familiar with. And so there's an exercise that I like to do that will support the ability your ability to connect with this flow of changing experience. And um, this comes from the Diamond Approach School from Hamid Ali. And I believe he calls this exercise Mindfulness Out Loud. So I'm going to talk for a few minutes about it and, um, and its benefits. And then, and then we'll... Uh, we'll, we'll play with it. We'll try it. So this this um, this exercise is basically about narrating your experience to a partner. So you'll you'll do this in pairs. So you'll narrate your experience out loud. So it also, I think, fits in with the theme of being mindful of speech because it is a speaking exercise. And so you are speaking and then speaking about what you are mindful of. So you will be speaking and being mindful at the same time. So you, it's a stream of consciousness flow of just whatever you are aware of in all through your entire sense experience. Body sight, sound, smell, taste, um, plus anything going on in the mind. And the way we engage with this is to repeat a phrase continually, just kind of keep this phrase going, now I am aware of. And at that moment in the phrase, now I am aware of, you say what it is you are aware of. Now I'm aware of pressure. You say now I'm aware of out loud. Yes. You say it out loud. This is an out loud exercise. The whole thing will be an out loud exercise. Although what, what people do find is after getting familiar with this as an out loud exercise, sometimes it's interesting to play with it 
in your mind. So um, you see how it goes. We'll see how it goes for you, and you can decide whether it seems like something that might be useful for you. So yes, you say, now I am aware of, out loud, and then at that point you, you say whatever it is that you are aware of, whatever's obvious in your experience. So it might be, now I'm aware of seeing. Now I'm aware of seeing. Now I'm aware of dryness. Now I'm aware of vibration. Now I'm aware of heat. So somewhat simple, I mean, I wouldn't say now I am aware of speaking to Andrea Fela. Yes, thank you for that part. Yes, it is, it is very simple. And in fact, I'm going to say a little more about that. Um, you know, that, that basically I'd like, it's preferable to have one word things to say in that moment. Because again, we're stripping down to, this comes into the, the thing I've been talking about with reporting too. We're stripping down to just the bare experience and not so much um, our thoughts about it or ideas about it. And so even something like, now I'm aware of my knee, is more of a concept than an actual experience. So, you know, if you're aware of your knee, you're aware of some physical sensation of pressure, of tingling, of burning, of pulsing, of something like that. And so I'd like to encourage you to see if you can drop below the realm of kind of ordinary concepts to just whatever it is that you're meeting. And, and likewise, if you're aware of seeing, for instance, you, mu- you might, you, you, it's probably most helpful with the sense doors of seeing, of hearing, of smelling, to just say, now I'm aware of seeing, or now I'm aware of hearing, as opposed to, now I'm aware of seeing the nose on your face. You know, just, just keep it to, to just seeing. So it's, it sounds like noting of verbalized. Yes. Yes, it is. Very much. Um, and in this process... It often can be, and one thing you might notice for yourself as, ex- as you explore this, is that we, we have what seem to be habits around where the mind naturally gravitates to pay attention. Um, and so you might notice that you are kind of noticing a lot in the body. And that's fine, you know, to, 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 to just kind of notice whatever you're noticing in the body. But from time to time, you might want to notice or, or check in with also what the other sense doors are doing. Um, in particular, how you are relating even to the exercise, what's happening in your mind. Sometimes there are things that go on in our mind that we kind of would assume would be kind of outside of the realm of this exercise. So for instance... You might be aware that you're frustrated by or annoyed with the exercise. You know, annoyance is arising. Or a feeling of disliking doing this. You know, a feeling of, of not liking having to sit in a pair and, and do this kind of exercise. If that's what you're noticing, if that's coming up for you, now I'm aware of annoyance. Now I'm aware of disliking. So mindfulness of the emotions? The emotions, the mind states... Um, you might also be aware of something. This, this, this one actually comes up quite frequently um, because we are so unused to just settling back and receiving experience. 
what you might notice at that point in the phrase is the mind kind of frantically trying to figure out, and what am I aware of? That searching. The mind is trying to find something. So searching is what you are aware of at that moment when the mind is kind of trying to figure out what it is that, they're pay- that it's paying attention to. That's a mental function, searching. Or, for instance, another one that comes up is confusion. You know, not being sure of what to say. Confusion. Or um, being aware, knowing that you're aware, but not particularly having a sense of really what the mind is aware of. And in, the, in that case, it's fine to just say, now I'm aware of knowing. You know that knowing is happening and you're not particularly um, keyed in on any one thing in particular. So that would be fine to say, now I'm aware of knowing. So confusion, is that considered a mind state? Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, there's, the, confusion is not, I mean, confusion is, so just to state for the, the recording, confusion is a mind state. Um, so mind states are encompass more than emotions. You know, searching, for instance, is a mind state. It's a mental activity. Yeah, so there's, thinking is a mind state. It's a mental, so you might be aware that thoughts are coming up. You know, now I'm aware of thinking. Uh, so all mental activity. So in, in the Buddhist psychology, mental activity includes both emotional and non-emotional mental experience. So it is, they're, they're, they're both considered um, mind states, emotions, as well as these other, these other uh, experiences. Um, why don't we why don't we do it and then we'll talk about how you might use it once you've got a sense of the experience. Um, let's see if there's anything else I want to add about it. Those of you who've done it before, is there anything that you can think of that? Um, yeah. Eyes open or shut? Ah, good. Um, for this for this exercise i'd really suggest it's not it's not necessary to do this with your eyes open and it can be helpful sometimes to play with it eyes closed you know but i'd suggest for this evening doing it with your eyes open um, because what we're working on here is exercises and tools that will help us in our daily life and we don't go around walking around with our eyes closed so so let's engage with the seeing as well. Let's now you're sitting in front of a partner. It's not necessary to stare at them <laughs> or stare deeply into their eyes. You know, this is not soulful eye gazing we're doing here. This is a mindfulness exercise. If you don't feel like looking directly at the person, that's fine. You can look off to the side. Uh, but I would encourage you to have your eyes open so that you are engaging with the seeing. And from time to time, it might be interesting to see what is it like to look at somebody. That may bring up some emotions. You know, being mindful of what it's like to actually shift your attention to actually connect with somebody, another being. So that that can be interesting. Uh, Yeah. Um, Just to make sure I understand. 
Why don't we use the microphones for the questions? Good, good point. Uh, to make sure I understand, if I'm feeling an itch, uh, I sure say itching, but uh, if I'm feeling particularly annoyed at that, uh, that's different from just feeling it. So uh, I, I guess I would just follow up by saying uh, aversion. Uh, I'm aware of feeling an aversion. Yes. But for the benefit of my partner, there's there's no need to. Link. To say what you are aware of. No, no need link, to link, link the aversion, link to, the aversion to the itch, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, you know, this is, this, is a, this is also a way to begin to see how, um, you know, you can let go of the, of, the, of the story around it. I mean, it is just aversion that's arising. You can kind of let go of the fact that it's aversion to something. It, the aversion is arising. That's kind of the main, the main piece. But also, it can also be, you know, a little bit of... Um, of I, I guess I want to use the word um, privacy, or um, you know, it, it. You don't have to be self-revealing in this exercise. You know, if you're aware of of you know feeling like you're 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 connecting with some emotional experience that you feel is is too um, vulnerable for you to reveal, you can just say, "Now I'm feeling an emotion." You know, so you don't have to be self-revealing in this exercise. And this is a helpful exercise, too, around in, in that vein, to learn how to speak about your experience and keep your boundaries around what you're saying. That's an important uh, tool in your toolkit as well. Yeah, Betsy. I'll use the mic. Remind me to speak of listening. Okay. My question. That's your question. Okay. Wow. Like you read mine. <laughs> so, say it again. I said you read. You read mine. You read your mind. Okay. I, I, I did have a question about if you are if you're the, you're listener, the listener. Okay. And so, you're having a response. Okay. Because so as listener, I often have response. Response is coming up. I'm trying to stay present and open and connected. So your listen. job as listener is to listen. You are supposed to listen. I want you to listen to what they are saying. And this will be a mindful listening exercise for you. How does what you are hearing from your partner impact your experience? So, that, so therefore, there is a certain background conversation around noticing arising pleasure or irritation. Exactly, right. And, and as, as best you can... Um, you know, you can be neutral in your face. You know, um, <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Of um, <laughs> you know, it's it's actually it's it, you know you you if you can. What do I want to say about that? <laughs> you think I shouldn't go like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you don't need to either be encouraging or discouraging or anything with with your face. Be attentive. Be attentive, and you know that that is is very important. Actually, you may find that um, having somebody who's interested in hearing what you're saying will have an impact on the way that you experience the exercise. So it's it is it, it is an exercise in mindful listening. So this is staying in connection with the content of what they are saying, and notice how it impacts you. So it's very simple listening. So hopefully you should be able to do both at the same time. Are you going to reverse 
Yes. So, yes. But then when they, when they get reversed, you don't want the person to say what they were mindful of when they were listening. No, no. You're, you're, you're saying you're, you're doing your own mindfulness in the moment. This is an in-the-moment exercise. And so the way we'll do this is that we'll be in pairs. Um, There's 15. So one person will be paired with me. Um, And um, we'll do it in pairs and we'll have... The way I like to do this actually is... um, Let's see, what have we got? So one person will begin, and that person will do this exercise for five minutes. Sometimes we do, sometimes we do it for 15. You're getting off light. <laughs> That's yes. I was going to suggest that. Yeah. 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 I'm, I, I do want to pair up people who are experienced with people who are less experienced. That that will help. Yeah. So, five minutes of mindfulness out loud, and then we'll have three minutes that will go into silence, a silent meditation. So, in that point, just you don't actually have to to do too much work. Just notice what you're noticing. I mean, just see if. In fact, five minutes of being mindful kind of leaves you with a little bit of momentum of just being mindful. And if, in fact, the, the phrases kind of continue in your mind, that's fine. You can, you can kind of keep it going that way. Um, and then we'll switch five minutes for the other person to do the mindfulness out loud and another three minutes of silence. So five minutes for one person, three minutes of silence. Five minutes for the other person, Three minutes of silence. I'll ring the bell. Well, actually, I think I'll use my device since I'm going to be partnered with somebody. I won't have to. I won't have to worry about keeping time. Um, And so, how many of you have done this two or three times? One, two, three, four, five, six of you. So, um, it's not quite enough. How many you've done it? Once, once, let's say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two. So that, that seems pretty good. Um, so those of you uh, who have done it um, once or twice or three times, um, if you would mind pairing with one of the others um, to do this. So finding... Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Turn down the air conditioning. It seems cold in here, and I keep wasting the energy. Um, she, she I I tend to be really hot. <laughs> I'm already. I'm. 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 <laughs> oh yes, I would like the experienced person to go first. <laughs> <laughs> so 
seeing if you can find your find find a partner. How was that for you? Yeah, Elaine. One thing that I think is very interesting in doing this kind of thing is it keeps my mind occupied on a certain level. And it's a level of... um, you know, more touch sensations. And it's very, it doesn't come easily to access emotional things or things that places where my mind will go when I'm not speaking and making myself um, stay on that level. So, for example, it was actually very difficult to even shift my weight. Um, swallowing required stopping, the, you know, cutting the, the momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, Whereas when I sit quietly, as in meditation, or just sitting quietly, you know, there are thoughts, there are emotions, there's movement that comes up that this kind of activity dampens. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and it's very interesting because I mean, maybe if I were more used to it, I would be able to access emotional states. And I think like that's that. part of it is just the familiarity with the, with the exercise. I mean, partly, I think partly what this exercise does is it is keeping you on a verbal level you know so if you because you're you're continuing to use your your words you know now i'm aware of now i'm aware of so it can kind of keep you at that level um um but again there's a way that, that we can be a little more fluid in um being able to quickly move between different levels, and so I think some of it is just is just familiarity but it wouldn't it doesn't surprise me you know that 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 that's the way it is um, in terms of your experience so yeah, and it's not an unpleasant thing I mean it actually makes i mean I think it's kind of a cool way to live, you know where you're not constantly talking to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Sophia. Well, I found it very relaxing. Um, I, I wasn't able to access any emotion uh, when I was doing it. Except, you know, I just felt really peaceful. So, did you did you notice peacefulness as one of the things that I was? didn't I didn't say that, no. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't say that. I guess um But you noticed it. It was p- apparent to you. You I, just didn't say it? I think so. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of rare these days. <laughs> <laughs> And also, it's very relaxing to listen to, what's your name? Minal. It was very relaxing to listen to Minal and listen to her, I don't know if you call it noting. Yeah, she was noting. I, I, really, I really like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, you know that. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's the way I really want to live. And I, I try, try and do it throughout the day. Uh-huh. Like I told you before in the group, I, I'm noting, I'm noting 
a lot of times I'm noting on my own out loud. I'm doing this exercise constantly. Uh-huh. In, you mean in, in your, oh, you mean you, in, at home? I do it out loud I'm by myself mm-hmm. and it, I tr- because I'm trying to keep myself out of this thing. Right, right. So <laughs> it's really helpful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Someone who um, was um, new doing it, I'd be curious how you... I found the exercise um, very timely because um, when I came here tonight, I was planning on sharing or asking the question. I, I noticed today when I was doing washing dishes that my mind was searching for a place to put its attention. In fact, I noticed it a couple times, and I there was various feelings around that. It was some confusion, some just searching, some... some um, Trying to f- trying to have intention about something, mm-hmm. about where to put my intention, you know, sort of a, 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 a little bit of an exploration, but that really helped in terms of um, being able to detach myself a little bit from that, to step back, and then the in the in the noting process, right? So I can see as a tool that that will be if I can remember. And to I use would. The, to this use is the tool. this is one of the places in your chores is one of the places I would suggest trying this as a as a place to play with it because that's a little bit longer of a period of um, of sustaining the mindfulness and so you can you can play with this at that point um, and see see if this if that helps this become a little more fluid um, now you can in doing it on your own. You can, if you wish, use the now I'm aware of uh, to help kind of keep the cycle going, you know, keep the merry-go-round going. You know, if you, if you don't keep that intention of that phrase, sometimes the intention for doing it will fall away. And so using that for a while can be helpful. If you find it's too noisy, you can let go of those phrases and just simply acknowledge with a word, seeing, pressure. Dryness, tension, movement, seeing. If that, if that, if you can sustain that, but I'd suggest initially trying it with the, uh, the now I am aware of internally. You can try that internally and see see what happens. So, did you you feel like you got a sense of what it means then to be a little more receptive in your awareness? Ye- Yes, so I can. So I the the um, as an intention, I can see maybe to have an, a more of an intention to just be aware to receiving the awareness, as opposed to having an intention to focus my yes, awareness exactly. on some particular thing. Yes, and that is a key right. distinction to get familiar with in daily life practice. Right. Yeah. Because um, you know, a lot of what we do in daily life is just wake up to what's already going on. What is our mind already doing? You know, we, we come into awareness and so the mind is doing something already. Can we notice that? And not have to be constantly in our mindfulness choosing what we're paying attention to, but instead being able to notice how is the life being lived through us and being aware of that. So yeah, that's that, I'm glad that you, you got that, uh, that distinction. Yeah, thank you. Anyone else who was newer with this, willing to share?
Anybody willing to share? <laughs> what did you notice about the listening? Um, nothing too remarkable to say. Um, um, in my pair, Bud went first, and 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 uh, he wasn't having to search much. He was right there, being able to to notice, and and so there was a steady stream um, um, of awarenesses from him. And then I, I guess I took that as a cue, or, or, or when it became my turn, I, I found it easy thereby to notice uh, one thing after 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 another mm-hmm. um, all kinds of things so it was it was pretty easy to notice all kinds of things and uh, uh, that was pleasing so in the uh, in this exercise um, for those of you who haven't done this before I'd like to just ask you a question did you notice while you were in the process of saying now I'm aware of that there were like three or four things that went by that you didn't have an opportunity to say, but you noticed that you knew they were happening, and then it, you picked one one thing. Did you did you notice that? Were you aware of of that kind of thing happening? I'm. Uh a pretty uh, reserved person uh, normally and these one-to-one with a strange stranger not strange a stranger <laughs> uh, and uh, so it, there's a lot of things that came up that I had to you know that you you wanted the boundaries around yeah I, yeah. I, I just uh, I couldn't say you right know? I mean uh, yeah. nothing too outrageous but uh <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it just was uh, a little unnerving, and uh, you know, all my life I just it was I found this a little bit too touchy feely for me, you know, and so now I'm investigating this uh, in this stage of my life uh, as a, a place I need to develop. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, how did it feel to you? I mean, just just um, very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, if I did it again, I'd probably, you know, develop a immunity towards it. Um, you might and in play, two you times might you can be an expert. <laughs> yeah, right. You might play with it in in your mind, on your own. You know, take take some time during a sitting. You know, this uh, your question. You know, where can you use this? Um, you can use it pretty much in any situation. So you might try, like tomorrow morning in the sitting practice, begin the sitting with, say, five minutes of this. And then see what happens. In your mind. In your mind. Yeah. No, you know, so just start it, and, because it, it, the, the, tool that I'm hope, it's not, the tool that I'm hoping to develop it doesn't depend on there being somebody there. It just tends to be a little bit easier when you're speaking it than when you're doing it in your mind. But for you, it might be a little easier to do it in your mind. So I'd encourage you to, to try it a little bit tomorrow um, and see whether you can connect with the sense of receiving experience 
um, as, a, as, a, as a tool for this daily life exploration. So thank you for sharing. Betsy. Well, I, I had noticed a pacing difference in my own style as I began, and then as I got into it, just a, a new rhythm took over. In the beginning, there was no end of things that I had to say because they were coming up so quickly, and I was responding quickly enough. Um, I don't know about so many passing me by, but some were clearly passing me by because I couldn't get them out fast enough. But then as I, as I started to relax into the five minutes, um, it attenuated. I mean, I, I, my noticing started... I, I, I felt my, the pacing, my pacing stopped, I don't think, be- deliberately. I think it just relaxed. Mm-hmm. And my noticing... So this is a question, because I, I felt like fewer things were getting by me as I relaxed into it and spoke less often. So what do you, what do you mean? Few, well, I, I don't, not quite sure I understand. I was at a pace like this. And then about halfway into it, I, my pacing, um, there, was, there was much more attenuation, much more, a greater distance between my noting. So in terms of what you said, yes. there was a, a more of a space. And I didn't see two um, observations, two okay, no, so, so no you're, things you, you passed kind of, me by. It, it's possible. I mean, I don't, I don't know what was going on. I mean, did it feel like your mind was wandering? No. It might be, I mean, it might be that your, your mind was just actually settling into a place where it was in that kind of knowing place. That's a very nice way to put it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, where it's not really reaching out and, and taking things in. I don't. I mean, if you if you if you were present, but not really kind of landing on various things in particular, that's a different way. That's a way of being present in the world. So that's fine. Um, just you know, you might just notice that as a as a different way that mindfulness feels. You know, sometimes mindfulness feels like it's kind of picking up on the changing experience. You know, you're, you're noticing the objects that are changing. And sometimes mindfulness is more just taking in the fact that you're aware and present. And then it's not so much, you know, picking up on all of the changing experience. You know, it knows things and it knows things are changing, but it's not, it's not so, uh, you know, it's not so attuned to that side of things. Mm-hmm. So it may be that you were kind of moving into that that realm but it's I mean you, you'll have to, to check the next time you, you do the exercise <laughs> and then I have a question um, it didn't come up for me during the noting process but afterwards I wondered about basic impulses such as thirst um, hunger uh, how would you note those as thirst as hunger or would you yeah, describe I mean, you, you could you could uh, hunger is a hard one I mean sometimes it, it just feels like hunger it feels like burning or it feels like whatever you notice I mean hunger would be fine um, I often when I'm thirsty notice dryness in my mouth that's often what I say when I notice thirst is dryness and I I didn't learn your name, but I did concur that because this week has been a very <clears throat> busy week for me, I picked um, 
there was, I have a chore and then the other not chore item, uh, the, what do you call that item? The task. The, ta- the task. <laughs> As my task, I picked stairs because they come in all numbers. And I figured that when I was on the long flights, I would have a much greater chance of remembering. Um, I haven't remembered one single curb, though curbs count, um, yet. But I am expecting that tomorrow I might. <laughs> but I have enough stairs in my house that the physical sensation of burning <laughs> kicks into my thighs. And that wakes me up. That wakes you up. <laughs> so it was a very auspicious thing to pick this particular week. And, and like you... Um, a couple of times, I my mind immediately went to, okay, so now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> that, so I had this mind that wanted to do something. Right, and that's partly why I'm introducing that at this point in the retreat. The other place, you know, that we can use it is just in the waking up. You know, see if you can just be receptive to what is the mind already knowing. That's, it's a kind of a subtle thing. You know, to, to, to begin to get familiar with that. You know, when you come into mindfulness, knowing that you're aware, and kind of what's the obvious thing? So that, and this, you can, you can use this in that, in that place. And so using it in your chore, um, you can try it in sitting meditation and see if it's supportive for you. Um, you can try it, you know, various times through the day. If, you're, if you find yourself mindful and you're interested in just seeing what happens, you know, trying it. See what happens to you if you try it at various times through the day. So, so play with it and see, see what, um, how it feels for you. So we're at 9 o'clock, but I just want to check in. Are there any other questions about, about this before we, we stop? Well, thank you for being willing to participate. In this, I'll see some of you tomorrow morning.